Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You can be a podcast of color. That doesn't make you a category. Mm. So think about what you're saying. It doesn't have to be about race. It doesn't have to be about issues. It can be as well. But just think what other thing makes you different because that is initially... That might get you a few like, oh, yeah, that's nice. (laughs) But then it doesn't get people listening because there's more to us than just the colour. Hi, welcome to Black Ticulate, a podcast series featuring UK young black professionals where we find out how they do what they do so you can too. Or not. After all, it is your life. (laughs) The voice that you're hearing is Renee Richardson. Hello. <laughs> Renee is... Me again. Back at it again. Back at it again. <laughs> Back at it again with the white vans. Yeah, have got Renee. white vans on today. Um, some suede boots. Suede, suede boots. Okay. Um, God, you guys would have heard me wax lyrical about this lady because she's fundamentally the person that kick-started off Black Ticulate. Ain't that right? Uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. no, well, you did. You <laughs> he did. was going to start it anyway. I was, but you were the catalyst <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. If I actually, I would love, if it's okay, I'd love to get your your take. Okay. Like, how did we actually become this? Oh, by the way, guys, it's actually officially our two-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Black History Month. Literally was, wasn't it, yeah. Renee? Yeah, it was. Take us back. Take us back how we met and like how this started. It's basically, I was at a party. <laughs> it was like a par- Oh, it was a friend's... Um, launch he was he'd done something for converse a short film yeah um and i met one of ade's friends there who's also kevin's friend yeah um alex and we were just talking because i go everywhere i go i talk about podcasts um because i love them yeah and so it's always my chat (laughs) (laughs) and so she was like actually i have a friend who's starting a podcast she's like we should connect i'll connect you guys and i was like yeah do it do it um, and then she did, and then yeah. <laughs> the rest is kind of history, no? Yeah. So she did. Um, shout out to Alex uh, Hayhurst. She's awesome. Hope she's well. But yeah, she pretty much said, "I know a lady, Renee, right?" And she works for a podcast company, and she's always looking for podcasters. That's her role, I think. But you know what? You guys should actually get in touch. Yeah. And then we met. We did. And then you thought I was gay? I did. Excellent. And then the rest <laughs> is history. I do think everyone's gay, to be fair. Most people, what? I think, are gay. Explain yourself. Because um, I worked in a talent agency for seven years. Actually, the whole thing 
was eight years. Um, I worked at two talent agencies, eight or nine years, and everyone was gay there. So I right. just assumed <laughs> everyone's gay. Because <laughs> guys, you actually, if you look at the backlog of stuff, the content that we have, Rene's actually on the episode. So we did talk about this again. So let's not <coughs> rehash history. Yeah. But I think what was really interesting for me is that when I actually did meet you, I said I wanted to have at least 24 episodes. I know you had a year covered insofar as publishing. And then I could all I could really focus about you know monetizing advertising and just growing my audience, and you were like, nope, yeah. <laughs> you're like nonsense. How many have you got right now? I was like, I've got about eight episodes. You go, all right, we're starting because I've got your sponsor. So what? It's the best way to start a podcast. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like how? How? Do you remember it was NHS yeah, and blood yeah. and blood and um? Yeah, people should give blood. Yeah, we yeah. did. That was the first time we did it. <laughs> well, We've you done could it because you're small veins. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Since then, I actually have still been given blood. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Whenever I can, I just need to squeeze the ball to get the blood pumping. I gave blood this year. Um, yeah. I need to do it again. I'm due again soon. Yeah, and no, I yeah. did as well about two months ago. Yeah. But tell me how you got a sponsor without me even having any so content it out. it was basically, they, were, they just wanted to... Um, so I think it's COI, which is the government agency that deal with all of the government campaigns, you know, for the Navy, Army, okay. NHS, you know, anything like that. Um, and they knew that podcasts were a good way to get through to an audience. Yeah, they wanted um, any shows that kind of appeal to a black audience to give this message of blood donation right. um, and I obviously did my search yeah. <laughs> and found nothing I found four <laughs> um, and but none of them were quite right or they didn't get back to me <laughs> oh were they UK based so yeah UK it had to be UK based so then I was like well I've heard about Ade <laughs> starting the show let's get on it because we'd met before and then nothing had happened or you'd been you know trying to build up your 24 episodes yeah. so I just thought Right, let's let's get it done. What were the other black ones? Because I I don't know. I for some reason I had an impression that I, I was one of the was, first. There was ah oh, twenty something was one of them. Right. Half cast was one. Right. And there was one called which it isn't kind of out all the time, but it's called it's with Irene Ag. Is that Ag- black chili? No, no. Um. She had one called Two. She yeah taller than the average um founder. She had one with ZZI for called. Yes. Two. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember I, what it's I called. Know, I know. I know. <laughs> but it was on. It was on SoundCloud. But yes. it was very like sporadic. Yeah, I recall. Um, Damn. Yeah, that's going to annoy me as well. I can't remember what it's called. It was a good title. But yeah, so they were the four that I found. Right. Um, there and were none few, of them got back to you. None of them got back to me because <laughs> you know who am I? <laughs> yeah. But um, no, twenty something did get back to me but then she was um just suspicious right gotcha like <laughs> everyone back then in like, what was it 2014 yeah everyone was suspicious yeah of, like, what you want to give me money why what? you want to give me free money yeah they hmm. didn't like that yeah. but everyone trying to get podcasters to advertise back then was a nightmare anyway just trying to explain oh you can monetize they're like no we do it as a like a hobby right. it's a passion project yeah but you can make money with that passion no but you know we don't want to compromise the brand it was so hard honestly yeah, but, i mean and i think that was the thing that was a great thing that you the way you sold it to me was like literally we won't have any advertising or sponsorship on my mm. show that didn't adhere to the philosophy yeah. and the mission yeah and that's how it should be. Right, yeah. Well, a lot has changed, hasn't it? Yeah. So well, I'm not there anymore at that company. Yeah, right. But also, like, I contacted, there's a vegan guy <laughs> called okay. Timothy Sheaf. Right. He um he has a um a brand called Ethics and Antics. 
ethics and antics. Yeah, okay. and he, I went to him to start a podcast. Obviously, you've got to have advertisers, advertisers around it that adhere to his philosophy because you can't have like a steak and kidney pucker pie ad on an ethics and antics yeah, podcast because exactly. he's vegan and no it's just not gonna work yeah <laughs> so you've got to but sometimes brands that advertise they want to or companies that do advertising they think about the money more than the message mm. because podcast advertising is only successful when the audience believe what the host is saying 100%. so if you're just if it's an ad for any old thing, it's it might as well be an ad on TV when you go and make your cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> you I know it's that. not really effective. If it's a host-read sponsorship or you're actually something you're passionate about or you know about and that you believe in, the advertising campaign will be more successful. You'll get a higher conversion rate. Yeah, hundred percent. But that's what everyone's kind of toying with still. Do you want to explain that to people because you did put some jargon? Host-read mm. sponsorship. What does oh, that host mean? Host-read sponsorship is when you're listening to a podcast and the host, whoever's um, like the talent they actually specifically tell you about an ad mm. so it's the host saying it in the style of their own show yeah telling you about a brand okay since we're on to i guess the ecosystem of it what are the other types of advertising so now you get audio ads which are very similar to radio ads so it's just the the you know the jargon and the blurb that you'd hear on the radio with a little jingle and a blah 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 blah, blah. get this insurance now yeah, yeah. and then and then you have a little bit of um small print that they say really fast yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you're like what what was that about yeah uh subject <laughs> yeah and they normally blah, 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 blah. it'll give yeah. you cancer what huh? <laughs> Exactly. Did they say what I think? They and say? those ads kind of normally annoy you. Yeah. To say <laughs> so the you least. might skip forwards. Gotcha. Yeah. So you have those, you have Host Red, and you have, they're kind of the two versions mm. of ads that you get in podcasting. And those ones, they normally go like the pre roll, aren't they? In the yeah, middle pre, you've you got pre roll, mid roll, and post roll. Yeah. Post roll is kind of useless because you've. You're normally pretty much tight. you've finished the yeah. show yeah. <laughs> but actually I listen to the end because I listen on Apple Podcasts and oh. it automatically deletes if you get to the end Does it? not that I'm necessarily paying attention to what's happening at the end but yeah. I do let it play out because it just automatically deletes and I don't have to put my hand in my pocket and do anything yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah um, so with audio ads you c- they can go pre, mid and post and um, host reds can go the same but you really, the most ideal is mid-roll because it's in the middle of the content. You're super engaged. And that is when it's a good point to tell you about a brand. Okay. Well, guys, you can already tell that Renee knows her shit without a shadow of a doubt. I call her Mama Podcast. <laughs> I don't know whether she wants to ever be associated with a title Mama. But <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dog child, so Happy. Okay, I have a mum. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, right? Yeah, Ronnie. Yeah. Ron. Bless him. Okay, so let's speak more then about podcasting but more to the point like was this your dream so it wasn't my dream my dream is was and is you know you never know what's happened to own a film studio by age 50 right when we last <laughs> spoke you said you wanted a cafe a vegan cafe yeah look how, that's look my, how fickle yeah. your dreams are now no, no i still do want a vegan cafe that's my retirement i wanted to retire okay. Um, I changed my location. I wanted it to be in Italy, but then Brexit happened, so that's out. (laughs) (laughs) So it'll be in England again. But I do, like, my end-to-end goal, I would love to have a little cafe and just, you know, just my own little business. That's kind of... I'd have people work for me, obviously, because I'd be old. Yeah, for sure. But just, you know, a nice little thing ticking over, a nice life by a lake. But the, and I guess the immediate future is, like, film... So immediate future, I... Yeah, that was my one of my big dreams was to like when I started my career, when I started working, 
I wanted to have a film studio or be like the head of a studio because I love making content. I wanted to make the shows and the films and the things that people don't necessarily take risks on. Yeah. That I feel I could do that with podcasting. I kind of want to, yeah, do that with podcasts. I want to make podcasts that people don't want to make. I want to appeal to audiences people don't want to appeal to. I want to put the voices on people don't want to hear. (laughs) And I just want to make those people... Um, accessible and acceptable and just relevant and just in the industry I want them to just be there and it's not a thought you'd be like yeah of course we're gonna have a black show of course we're gonna have an Indian show it's not an Indian show they'll just be people they're just people yeah they might an Indian guy might be doing a dating show because you know Indian people date yeah it's normal (laughs) okay why why aren't you doing that now then because I've been working working. (laughs) for companies We're and laughing at it because this was a loaded <laughs> question, guys. I know what's going on right now. Go yeah. on. <laughs> so basically, I work for companies that use diversity as a topic. And they will have their meetings and they'll be like, Yo, we need a more diverse audience. We need to like appeal to the underrepresented like classes and people and so they'll employ me because they're like you know I that's all I talk about in meetings and when in my interviews. So they employ me. Yeah, we're all about that. Yeah. You get there. They're not. (laughs) They're just like, we need to appeal to diverse audiences. In that same breath, they'll be like, oh, we need to appeal to mums. So to them, it's just a topic. Whereas to me, it's a life. It's my life. I shouldn't have to have a case study of why it's important to hear black people talk. Mm. Um, We have money. We spend it. We like to be entertained. So for it to just be a topic in your meetings, you know, that's, that's the problem with all of the industries at the moment, all of the creative industries. Yeah, I hear that. Is they're all run by white people, sadly. <laughs> so you are going to be officially. So I'm now um, on the own. out on my own currently. <laughs> so I try this every couple of years, and I get afraid because <laughs> you know money. But at the moment, I am now a free agent, and I am um, not working for any no man. I'm working for myself. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Can I just interject for a second, guys? Honestly, Renee, if this interview or rather this conversation we're having doesn't already illustrate that she knows her shit, then I don't know what else will. But she is available. She's a freelance. (laughs) She's a consultant. So if you have any projects, particularly in the audio podcasting sphere, give her a shout, man. Give her a shout. Bet. Sorry, I interjected. So I'm going it alone at the moment. And so this is week one. Mm. Just got back from a holiday in New York and like had some meetings there and just reconnected and just, you know, got some pep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so now I'm doing it. I've, you know, had every, all of my thoughts and my ideas. I've had them validating like people like, yeah, you should do this. Yeah, so 100%. I'm going to do it. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, even in myself and a very selfish way of like thinking, Rene was fundamentally the person, hey, who helped kickstart Black Ticulate and... Hey, actually, I've never asked you this, and mm. I will do on record, is okay. am I, okay, not am I, are we as a brand, are we adhering to the mission that we set out to do mm. in the beginning? And where would you, if you hypothetically was managing it, mm. where would you take it? I think it is. I think I'm really, I think Black Ticulate was the first show that I was that I had a hand in starting Yay! <laughs> my second, my next one was ASOS, so it's good, oh, yeah, good company. Um, <laughs> Yay! But like, I think you are. I think Black Ticulate is staying stay, like staying true to what it like set out to do. I think I'd love to see the audience grow, so more media coverage, 
I think it's not a brand that's trying to use people or it's it's genuinely wanting to build the industry, which is what I'm all about, which I've always been about. Yeah, it's about community. Is, yeah, making, you know, there's no industry if we're all against each other and if we're not supporting each other. So the way to build it is to have more shows, more people in it, supporting, pushing everyone forward. I think Black Articulate does that. And yes, I'd no, love to you. see the audience get bigger and grow and just do live shows and tours and all sorts. Amazing. Okay, so there you go. Mm-hmm. There's the how. And this isn't necessarily just for Black Articulate um, perspective. So all podcasters who are listening to this, guys, first and foremost, shout out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But how do we grow? Super hard. Look at this. This question. is consultancy hard, 101. Hard, hard, hard. This is the so, big bucks where so it gets paid. So, no, but here's the thing because it is super hard to grow an audience, especially when you're independent. And I, so everywhere I go at the moment, I talk about three shots and receipts because I really like what Taser has though. done with those podcasts and obviously the people. And you'll see this is that Taser they, Black, by the way, Taser guys. Black. And obviously, um, all the talent like Keith, Marvin, Phoebe, Milena, Audrey and Tolly, they tweet every single day, right? (laughs) multiple times a day. Um, They are constantly pushing the show out. They've got their hashtags. They've just pushed it out and they made content that people want. And that I think, did it happen around the same time as what's that YouTube show? Swill, no. Michael Dapper. No, what's the the girls v boys? Backchat oh, London. Backchat yes. London. Yes. What did it? They come out the same kind of time. What the receipt podcast? Yeah, or free, or shots? free shots. I think free shots are slightly. Ahead I don't know. Maybe. Before. Maybe it was around. Yeah. So I think free shots was first, but like it's that kind of crowd. They're giving people. So everyone knows when you get together with your friends, you, you talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, That's what 100%. we're doing. We're talking. We talk crap. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We we want to talk about relationships. We want to like have a laugh, and that's what we want to do. They gave you a show that does that on records. It's something that you want to listen to. You want to be part of it, and you want to share it. And so you hear it, you make you laugh, and you share it. They've found a niche in that, and they've found a podcast audience that didn't know they liked podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> they've got an audience that just had SoundClouds that would just press play on something that they were like this looks interesting let me press play before you know it they're listening to a podcast they're sharing a podcast they're subscribing to a podcast they're communicating they're taking part in conversation online and that's what's kind of that's what makes a podcast successful you can have the big brand you can have apple like put you on the home page and things like that but does that convert into big longevity of people talking about you online and wanting to hear your content no it's about the hosts and pushing and pushing and pushing so consistency cadence with publishing yeah. promoting yeah. yourself yeah and you mentioned yeah. Twitter as a platform. Twitter, Twitter's a good one. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know how that works anymore. Right. <laughs> but um, Instagram's a good one. Instagram. Just any social media, just mention the podcast, talk about it. Anywhere you can encourage conversation. Um, it is super hard to grow a podcast. Um, people are still trying to figure out how. Mm. But it's about finding a niche audience and making sure the audience that you want to target have it in front of them. Right. Which is the one of the hardest things. Because half the time you want you know what audience you want, but you don't know how to get it in front of them. Or you've just gone, it's for black people. Yeah. <laughs> um that you know that's we're all the same, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. You're not like, the same. We're yeah, both black. Exactly, we're the same we're, people. Exactly. Yeah. Our interest is the same because we're black. Of course. Um, Says Rene who was talking about natural deodorants or something earlier on and it's like, what are you talking about? You stink. I'm on day two. I'm on day two, so I'm still fresh. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um yeah, it's about find 
being like choosing a color okay. is not enough to base an audience yeah. for a podcast on you need to narrow it down narrow it down further and try and get it out there and find ways find the people who are in those circles online talking either get them on your show or find try and get your show in front of them so they at least listen to it so they might mention it it's you know it's, it's a lot of work yeah no, it's not easy it's, it's not, not easy e- no it's almost like a full-time profession yeah. but most yeah. people do it part-time yeah and is that why they don't see, I guess, the success that they're hoping to achieve? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know I think it's just a slow. People think, I'm starting a podcast. It's yeah. going to be a hit now. Yeah. It's not. It's going to take time and you've got to grow your audience. And it takes months and sometimes years. Yeah. Like you just, And that's why it's part-time because you, know, you need money coming in. You do. <laughs> so that's why it helps to like spend the time and not just try and rush ahead and try and do too many things at once with it. Really find your what's the show about what's your usp have that then from that you build like how am i going to put it out there how am i going to promote it from that you're like who can i get on it who can i put it in front of you know it's levels right gotcha a lot of people i've met with a lot of podcasters and a lot of them i'm like what makes your show unique and they're like oh I've not really thought about that. And I'm yeah. like, okay, so the show is now six months old. So you really, I mean, we're doing this backwards. But, you know, go back and think about what makes it unique. Yeah. If nothing makes it unique, add unique into it. See how you can. But I mean, I think we can almost argue that we all are snowflakes. Sure, yes. why not? I mean, we're all unique in our respective rights, but. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like even like pop culture and like, you Mm. know, those sort of um, opinion pieces podcast but it's really difficult to differentiate yourself apart from you being an individual Mm. especially if you're talking about current affairs and stuff like that so we were just talking about pretty much how to actually grow an audience and you mentioned something which is really interesting where once you've actually found your niche Mm. right once you've actually found your core audience you just relentlessly promote it push your 
push your podcast out yeah, there. But in different ways, because you don't want to bombard. Yeah. So you don't want to annoy people because I mute a lot of people who, um, oh, I just unfollow now. Right. But like, um, <laughs> who kind of do the same tweets over and over. Ah, I'm yes, not I've into that. It's Are about, those like bots? Don't they have it like on a scheduling bot I, thing? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But it's like, it's obvious. Yeah, so yeah. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, promote constantly but in original fun ways yeah conversational ways 100% because I mean yeah. that's and I always say this people tend to tend to forget like when it comes down to social the notion of social is actually not only is it two-way but it's enjoyable yeah it's like the art of conversation yeah, right exactly and no one likes that one friend that's always just talking about themselves yeah and like, listen to this listen to this I mean we all have this. that right and if you don't, then guys, it's most likely you. So uh, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it is you, Renee. <laughs> she was like, "Hey, when I come back from New York, we need to talk." I was like, oh, "Here we go again." <laughs> no, I'm joking. You're always a pleasure. So, um, what about this notion where you're talking about going offline and touring? Yes, I think that's a good way to um, reach out to your audience, same way music artists do. Um, it's a good way, a new, it's a revenue stream that you can get without being at without advertisers without having an external brand involved and even if your audience isn't necessarily big enough to make money via advertising you might have enough enough fans to you know fill a hundred seat venue yeah you know and if you get a good deal that could be some revenue there no I, i totally get it and i think that's phenomenal advice God, I mean, I'm rich. We really are getting some consultancy here, aren't we? And I'm really glad. Free as well. So, podcasters, listen. I mean, you are officially not a podcaster yourself, but a producer. um, I'm a producer. I kind of dabble. I mean, I go in my friend's podcast. I mean, I'm on this podcast. Yes, you are. So, I appreciate (laughs) that. So, I've been on podcasts. um, And I am working on a show that actually I do want to, if I put it out there now, I want to release at the end of this month, end of October. Um, So, exclusive happening. Watch this space. That I've been working on just to, yeah, get get my work out there. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is a platform to share. Like, what shows have you produced and... Mm, so, I've produced... And I'm currently so, producing as well. So, I've just finished producing, like, um, well, I was put on a producing team with um, some producers in DC. A kids show, actually, funnily enough. Right. A kids sports show. So, kids, everyone knows I hate kids. Okay. Sports, <laughs> not into sports. Yet, here I was. Um, but wow. actually <laughs> The best one for the job. <laughs> I really enjoyed working on that show actually we were able to make some really interesting content it was one of the most um, diverse representative shows that the company has made so and I felt you could actually take more risks because it was kids content because the it was less like there was less eyes on you right so you could actually make a show you were really genuinely happy with and without trying to make it appeal to like old white men right gotcha (laughs) kids are the future so you know you need to sometimes go in a bit strong Okay. Um, because you know, little Nazis. Wow. Are made. I do not corroborate <laughs> this. V- little, this narrative. Little, little Nazis are made, so you've got to, you know, go in hard. Um, I, I yeah. had the creases, the <laughs> exactly. Nazi creases. Just, I think it's important to introduce kids to other cultures, other voices, other stories. Yeah. I think a lot of parents, well, in America, it's an American show, so it's for American kids. Um, they shelter their kids from any racism any like thing obviously the kids if you're not a white kid you you can't be sheltered yeah, um, but the white kids and the white parents shelter their kid their white children from knowing that exists right gotcha. and i think it's important to show that actually it does exist because it's normally the little white kids doing it <laughs> <laughs> so wow, yes really, we, we took a dark turn <laughs> but i'm just saying intended. i really in, i enjoyed working on that show because yeah. i think it's important i think kids content is super important 
And you've also worked on a show, Revision History? No, I didn't you work didn't. on it. You didn't? No, I see. They just got I your just opinion. I just had a, yeah, okay. I just listened to an episode, which yeah. I'm not going to talk about. Okay, we won't talk about that. <laughs> so I was trying to really get you to it. <laughs> Maybe in the future. Um, and then also you'd produce another podcast, a UK one, right, called mm. On The Shelf. On The Shelf. Oh, actually, no, I was working on the series. Oh, it's not out yet, so I can't talk about it. Oh, you can't? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can't talk about that. When it's okay. out, I'll let you know. But I mean, fundamentally, you are a podcast producer, yes. content manager. Yeah, and just... So that's your business title, right, if that's fair? Yeah, say so be a podcast producer. So how does... Slash consultant So now. you know with me... <laughs> It's all about the professional, right? And specifically trying to get as much advice, mm. tools, resources, tips, etc. So how does what's the typical route into that profession? So typically it's the podcast industry, the people working at companies, they're all from radio. Okay. So in the UK it's um BBC radio. Well yeah, that's the only talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only radio you could be from. Um, LBC. Oh yeah, LBC. Yeah. Um so then LBC or BBC producers. And in America it's WMYC, NPR and PRX, you know, all the sub little state um, versions yes. of that. They're all radio producers. I think because podcasting is a different industry, I think it's great to have people who aren't from radio industry right. um in there because you don't bring over the radio rules. Radio is very stiff. Mm. very old-fashioned in what 30 years 40 years will people still be listening to radio live i doubt it because yeah. you know we're all on demand kids now 100%. <laughs> um so i think it's important to have people who aren't from radio to try and shake things up a bit because it's it will be very easy for it to fall into the old rules of the traditional rules of how you make um, content how you tell stories who you're appealing to and radio traditionally makes it for one type of person okay so the typical route you're saying is basically radio mm. first and foremost but yeah. the fact that podcast is actually a new industry yeah it's new what? it's 13 years old there you go guys so like any, just make it just, get just in. come through just, we still do, don't do it still don't know the <laughs> rules no, no, no rules yet like just just get in okay. if you can get in get in and what kind of i guess characteristics if there are any sort of personality and characteristics traits mm. that kill it as a producer a podcast producer is any sort of i just think people who are interested in stories in like stories in j just any kind of stories you have to be i think it's important to love podcasting right. and to want to make shows i think there's a lot of people in podcasting who don't listen to podcasts which is insane or who haven't they're not really that into it yeah. which i find weird cause it's like working in tv and you're like oh, i don't even watch it yeah. <laughs> like why are you here <laughs> or you know in music you're like oh, I don't even like music yeah, I'm more of a theatre person yeah. <laughs> it's like why aren't you in theatre then yeah. so but there are people in podcasting who are like that and I just think it's important to have a passion for it to really I'd say really want to shake things up make a okay. difference like have the like want to make a dent in the industry because it's brand new it would be like if you could go back to Hollywood at the beginning and you could be a film producer. You know, you'd want to. You'd mm. want to make a dent, right? Yeah, 100% have yeah. a legacy. Yeah, you'd, that's what you'd be about. And there's, I don't understand people who are in podcasting who don't want to do that. Right. Who don't want to sh help shape it. Cause it's a brand new industry. So I get it. I get it. Shaping it, trying to get a legacy and stuff. Are there any tools that is essential in order to help you do that? So actual tools, yes. Yeah. This um, oh, podcasting is, is okay. can be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there wasn't a lot of overheads. Damn there's, it. there's not a lot. There's initial payouts. <laughs> okay, tell us. So initially, you need a laptop. So if you're at home and you've got no laptop or computer, you kind of you need that. So okay. that, that can be a cost. Why? Why do you need it? 
because you need to record the, and edit the stuff. Okay, gotcha. So it's digital. <laughs> it needs to be. It needs to be somewhere. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Normally, a computer can't um, just scream outside. Yeah, you can't just throw it. I've thrown it into the sea. It's gonna be out. Um, yeah. So you need that. You need mics. So you can you can use your phone, like your iPhone or your android phone any like inbuilt mics any inbuilt mics but if you want good quality have a separate mic um obviously the more you spend on a mic the better the quality um but that can come you can start off if you get like spend i'd say like 100 150 pound on a mic jeez um you're kind of gonna start lower than that i'd say if you're in if you're serious spend around that on a mic and then you upgrade like when you have more money. <laughs> right, gotcha. Um, and then you need um, a kind of recording device. So you could use... So you can actually record directly into the computer. Right. Um, sometimes like you can use GarageBand and um, that goes if you have a USB mic. If you have like a... I don't know what these mics are called, but... Dynamic mics. Yeah. Condenser, kind of like condenser condense. mics. You need a separate recording device. So you could get a, a Zoom. Um, there's different kind of recording devices that are out there there's sennheiser there's one that begins with m i can't remember the name right now (laughs) (laughs) but there's lots of different recording devices like yeah so you definitely need your recording devices to record yeah to record but they also allow you to be quite fun with your recordings because you can just take the recorder out and if you wanted to do vox pops or add a little different element to it just you know when you get more experimental you can yeah it's good to if you want to go in a bar and interview people you can just take the one recorder you don't need to take the other external mics yeah you can just take that and it's just can fit in your pocket yeah Um, i get that yeah so it's good to have so producers need to know how to use that do they yeah they need to know how to use oh and you need the software but there's free software you can use audacity right which is free download that if you want to have more kind of control and you know do more things so you'll do make it sound better you can use pro tools um logic or audition right and then there's this thing called is there, which one is the steeper learning curve which one's got the most functions and features that if you could learn it that's the one you really want to use most public radio in america right. and podcasters in america use pro tools okay so i would say that's industry standard bbc use audition okay so that's our industry standard. Right. But we know which podcast market we want to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <Zing. laughs> So um, I'm learning Pro Tools. Okay, gotcha. I'm using Pro Tools. Um, and there's this program called Orphonic, which um, helps you master. So if you're not super, super on sound engineering. That's online, isn't it's it? It's online yeah. and you basically feed your web files into it, you upload, and then it has algorithms that masters it for you, gets you the right um, levels, the right um, sound. They call it luffs for the loudness. And that does it all for you. So if right. you're not, because I'm not a sound engineer and I'm learning as I go, but if you want it to sound like super, super slick, you can just put it into Orphonic and right. it does it for you. You have to mix it, obviously, yourself a little bit, put on, you know, plugins so that you take down noise and make the vo- vocal sound good. But put it into Orphonic, does it for you. Then at the end, you've got a finished podcast and they actually give you two hours um, a month for free. Nice. Two hours of content a month. So if you're just doing short podcasts, that could be four episodes of a like, under 20 minute podcast. Amazing. Under 30 minute podcast, sorry. No, amazing. And so. that's free. There you go. So, guys, everything we talk about, I'm going to put in the description. So, if if you're listening to this on YouTube, it'll be in the description bit. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from, Mm -hmm. 
Hopefully, it'll be in the description. <laughs> yeah. Or links just, now on the yeah. new um, Apple. Do they now? Yeah, you can click on the description links. There you go. Amazing. And if all else fails and you're listening to this on www.blackticulate.com, there definitely will be links. <laughs> um, so, no, Ran it. Awesome. You've given great advice, really great advice. Is there any, like, what's the worst piece of advice you've been given? Um, did I say that out or did I mumble? What's, no, the you, what's the worst piece, piece of advice I've been given? Been given yeah. um, I'm often told I'm always the, um, you know, voice of diversity <laughs> in a company. As you know, the I'm the black one. black woman. I'm the, I'm the angry black woman. You know, yeah, often. that stereotype. Yeah, of course. Um, and it's more not even angry. I'm just like, guys, come on. I'm angry for you that you get that yeah but I'm always told you know tone it down maybe see it from their side or that kind of thing (laughs) maybe don't say anything like one person said just suck it up you know I've been a woman in um, you know companies where I've been the only woman before then the person realised I'm a woman Mm. so I've got that as well there you go yeah (laughs) the intersectionalities so um, yeah so I'd say that's the worst bit of advice because I always think if I'm not saying it who's going to it's not going to be the old white guy or the old white woman who's going to be fighting for voices of colour yeah so you've got to rock the boat yeah if you can't speak for yourself no one will yeah exactly yeah so just do it Okay, I'm going to give you the free reign before I ask you my light fire questions that um, I always do with all my guests. But is there anything that we've overlooked from your personal, prof- not personal, your professional experience being a content manager, a podcast producer? Yeah. Is there anything that we haven't spoken about that you think people are listening who want to do it? I would just say always just think of your audience. Okay. Think of what is not out there currently. Don't think, oh, I want to make a business show. And you just start interviewing people because <laughs> um, there's loads of business shows. Yeah. Why would your business show be different? Pop culture. There's so many pop culture podcasts. I love pop culture. So there's always room for more. But what makes yours different? Why would you stop listening to The Read or one of the other big ones in order to listen to yours? You've got to think of that. So it's easy if you just think of shows that people aren't making <laughs> yeah. to be original because then you've got no competition in that. And then you think, how do I get the... Then you just can focus on how to get it out there rather than why should they... I've got to make them stop compete, listening to yeah. this one, to that one. Yeah. You know, so just think of original ideas. Okay. And just take risks. Take risks. You can be a podcast of colour. Doesn't necessarily make... That doesn't make you a category. So think about what you're saying. It doesn't have to be about race. It doesn't have to be about, you know, issues. It can be as well. But just think what other thing makes you different. Because that is initially, that might get you a few like, oh, yeah, that's nice. (laughs) But then it doesn't get people listening because, you know, we need, there's more to us than just the colour. No, I mean, God, I'm just, I'm just selfishly absorbing all of this and just thinking, Am I actually different? As in, is Black Ticulate actually different? And yeah, we probably are. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we are. Yeah. But guys, if we're not, do let us know. I'm always about trying to be accountable to you. So, Renna, you ready yes. for the f- quick fire questions? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is it just a yes or no? No, no, oh, not really. I mean, okay. yeah. Listen, That's what quick fire means. I don't know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of those words. I I say okay. it just because I don't want you to just ramble. I know you can go on for a while. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, just be pithy with your answers. Okay. So if you can give a if you can give a TED talks, right? Mm-hmm. Anything other than the actual profession, what would it be on? What dating. would it be on dating? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and TED Talks yeah. and dated how to be terrible it and dated be, what five, not, five be, easy steps <laughs> what, what not to do it would be what not to do <laughs> with <laughs> Renee Richardson <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I absolutely love that. That is genius. Uh, okay, and I'm going to ask you, geez, this is actually quite pertinent, considering. Yeah. So what would you spend your last five pounds on? Uh, so my last, I'm actually down on, because of my Monzo fraud. What just literally happened. just happened, yeah. <laughs> I've got only three pounds now. <laughs> um, so what would I spend my bus fare home? Yeah. <laughs> Your Basically, last three pounds bus it'd, it'd be travel somewhere. It'd be home. like, yeah. I need to get home. <laughs> so it'd be that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, because Black Articulate is all about black action articulate and we're all about action first and articulate it later. But we're going to stick on the word articulate. Mm-hmm. Is there any word specifically in the English language that you hate, you dislike? See... And why? I don't know. There's no words... That I hate, I don't think. Jealousy, though. Jealousy. The, so, jealousy is often used wrong. Okay. Well, wrongly. Or I'm not even articulate myself, so right. <laughs> here we go. Um, but people say jealous, um, they're jealous of a thing, and they normally mean they're envious. Jealousy is a really horrible, horrible trait, and you see it around all the time, where people are actually jealous, and they do want to take the thing from you. Right. And it's not like they're envious of, oh, I wish I was doing that, and they'll be like trying to do it themselves, or like they'll just wish they were doing it, and then they'll go back home and eat a cake. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Sad. Jealousy is like <laughs> where you're just really a vicious and horrible person, where you're jealous of someone else's success, and I think this the mean like just jealous. Interesting. Horrible. Speaking of success, who springs to mind when we say the word success for you? Oh, Shonda Rhimes just went to success just then. She came to me. Um, Shonda Shonda Rhimes. Rhimes, I love. I'm obsessed with her. Um, Shonda Rhimes, Misty Copeland, obviously Oprah, but uh, Misty Copeland is my new. She's not my new hero. I've followed her career for a long time. Everyone, I don't know if everyone knows, but I did train as a dancer. Never wanted to be a dancer, but I did do it (laughs) um it's good to be able to dance so i've followed misty's career for a long long time she's just worked so hard she's broken so many glass ceilings she is yeah the only first ever black principal dancer at a major ballet company that happened in 2015 ballet started in the 15th century amazing that's amazing <laughs> she is beyond and she's got a documentary out hasn't yeah she's she? got a documentary called a ballerina's tale amazing which is on netflix so guys check that out as well yeah. and the penultimate question and this is one that i definitely would love to know your answer to oh dear, what is, is <laughs> how would you like to be remembered um a troublemaker you'd like to be remembered as a yeah, troublemaker causing trouble yeah say say the word say it like a, f- a complete sentence so i would cause trouble i didn't just take, i would like to be remembered. i would like to be remembered as a troublemaker i didn't just let things happen if i didn't like something i stirred it up i didn't just let it happen i'm not complicit i'm a troublemaker amazing and how can we find you in the world wide web um i am renee rich everywhere r-e-n-a-y rich and when we do find oh, I'm not you, on Facebook, so you're, you're not, not there. Fa- yeah, yeah. You're not, every, <laughs> not everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Just basically two places. <laughs> and when we do find you, what what can we do for you? Because again, it's about um, us together. You know, yeah, how do we I just, raise the time? I like I meet I like meeting with podcasters, chatting podcasts, and if they have any questions, I like to answer them, help them out. Um, I do like I produce loads of shows. I do produce for free. I am producing for money too, but I do like to help people just get them off the ground. I've 
been doing that for like a while now and yeah just for anything podcast related yeah give me a shout or any wellness because i like wellness tips too like wellness just on, tips. on the side yeah. <laughs> and if fran hey fran is listening hey fran hey yeah <laughs> she oh she's right she followed phoebe we were obsessed did you yeah, yeah. she it was like we, i'd fainted amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay rena you've been an absolute dream as always yeah. and i really really appreciate your time and just teaching us you know the essential tips to start really podcasting and hopefully yeah, thriving more. within it I can't wait for it to just be a th- like a hustling bustling yeah. vibing and you at the uh, and be at the top, top. no joking well, in, in it in the middle you're there, you're there. <laughs> hey guys thanks very much for listening to this vodcast I believe that's what it's called now video and podcast or is it vidcast video podcast either way we really appreciate you listening and if you have any feedback whatsoever anything good anything that can make us better please do leave it in the comment section below also you can get all the info all the links all the resources we speak about in the description below and last but not least if you are someone who can teach us how you do what it is you do, because Black Ticulate is all about empowering and upskilling the community, then please get in touch too. Thanks, guys. You're the best. And stay tuned for another episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 